I'm just signing in uh, with the ladies. Got to register here. They for the 14 hours homeless, and they're going. They've given me a name tag, and they've also given me a paper bag, which has got a brochure. It's got chocolate, awesome, <laughs> and um, a beanie. Yeah. Okay. In the house made oh, out of corrugated, corrugated cardboard house, which have been drawn on with felt tip. Each of them are uniquely made, so they've got a unique design. And everyone who's sleeping out for 14 hours homeless gets one as a memento of that. And then there's about another 300 that are available, limited run on Trade Me as an auction. So other people can buy them and support the homeless. Okay. I've just got to go over there and get some cardboard box. <laughs> We're now in an undercover garage. And we're walking, there are couches, blankets, and cardboard boxes. There are a couple of options for this event, and Suzanne has selected to stay out in the car park, which is adjacent to the undercover car park. And she's dragging cardboard to that car park that is sealed off. Okay, as I'm walking towards where Suzanne's going to be parking up, there are a few people standing around with uh, paper bags. There are random couches in the car park, people sitting on them. The weather over the last couple of days has been pretty cold at night, but pretty warm during the day. We're just trying to figure out where we're going to sleep. And we've got a couple of boxes and I've got to build myself a fuddy. Uh, yeah, a fuddy. I've got some gaffer, so I'm quite happy to, um, I don't know, do something creative. Is it supposed to rain tonight? No. Oh, yeah. But if it says we've got a tarpaulin apparently that we can go across, but hopefully we should be okay. Okay, so you've got your posse sorted. Yeah, I've got my posse sorted. Do you know Mariah? Kia ora. Kia ora. Nice to meet you. Josh. Josh is from council. I'm just going to hang out with Suzanne for a bit. Is that your, is that your bed there? No. Josh. Josh, yes. <laughs> uh, just to raise the awareness of the homeless people here in Wellington um, and, and possibly around New Zealand. Um, I think it's a good idea, you know, raising money for, for those that are in need and um, yeah, just to promote the well-being of people. See, I've noticed over time, over the last couple of months, that homeless seem, numbers seem to have increased. I've noticed more and more people are on the streets, more and more people are begging. Mm. Yeah, I, I guess I could agree with that. Like every day walking, um, I, I stay in Aotea, so um, I catch a train to get to work from Porirua to the city. And um, yeah, on my travels, you know, you, get, you, you see a few of them. And, um, and I've noticed, I, I don't follow the same path every day. I always go and change walk down by the wharf and stuff like that. And, you know, they're, they're everywhere. Um, it's, it's, it's noticeable to me because, um, you know, it's your own people as well. Um, but at the end of the day, we're all human. So just notifying everyone about it is a good, good thing, you know. Because the thing about when you're living on the streets is that you actually carry everything that you have with you. So you see a lot of people who live on the streets tend to wear their clothes and they actually end up sleeping in those clothes as well. That's right, yeah. So I can see here that there's quite a few um, people that have bought clothes. I mean, I'd do the same. Yeah, I'd bring yeah. heaps of gear. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. And myself, I brought two bags and that was a struggle, just carrying one, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, um, I think it's a good idea and um, just, just spending the night, well, you know, trying to... I guess bring the awareness to myself first and foremost and then, um, and then hopefully spreading the word out to everyone else 
letting know how, how it is. And um, I mean, I'm a bit more comfortable than what uh, most people are, but <laughs> it's Katie Pie. <laughs> this is a jacket that was made by Helen Forrest. It's an artist, and she's hand-stitched Remember the Homeless in there, and she's used a recycled grey blanket as well as Peggy squares, crochet squares. Uh, so it sort of looks like a blanket that's been recycled and turned into a, a coat. I'm now with the Mayor, Celia Wade-Brown, and I can see, Celia, you have bought a huge yellow bag full of stuff. I have got a pillow and a sleeping bag and, of course, the beanie from the Salvation Army, so I'm going to be snug. Mind you, it's a really nice night, and not every night is so good for people who are really homeless. And the weather, when you really feel for them when the weather's terrible, because yeah. as it tends to be so often in Wellington... It rains less than in Auckland, but it no. can still be a bit cold. <laughs> but no, look, seriously, you know, people speak sleeping rough. It's very hard on them, but it's only the tip of the iceberg for homelessness. As the Mayor of Wellington, have you noticed how there tends to be more and more people begging on the streets? The begging and homelessness is not necessarily the same people. Um, it's really important to think, you know, if you think about homelessness, sometimes it's people sleeping rough under bridges, under motorways or in the town belt, but it's also about people sleeping in a car, on a friend's couch, or maybe they've had a domestic and they've had to leave for their own safety. A lot of people actually don't know about all the help there is to offer them. Um, the emergency housing, whether it's Salvation Army or whether it's Women's Refuge, but we want to actually help people on those positive pathways out of homelessness. Wellington City's got a really strong aim of ending homelessness by 2020. How? By working with other agencies, by continuing with our commitment to social housing, by working with um, corrections and the DHB so that when people leave prison or they leave hospital, they don't feel abandoned by their community. But like you said, it's not necessarily a... Um I'd say it's becoming more of a working middle class issue now. Certainly overcrowding and housing affordability are real issues. Um, I am quite heartened by the response to the work we're doing uh, in Wellington. I had a group come to me today who are going to be building some affordable housing, some of it for low-income people, and we're able to help them with advice, um, all of the help through the district plan and with the we're reducing development contributions if you meet certain standards if you're building more than 10 units so now we're trying to do our bit to help there be more housing for people sorry it's my auntie <laughs> I think she's my auntie. <laughs> <laughs> you auntie? Are you doing this too? Hi. I te I Some of our whanau auntie. Ah, ah, Kiaramai, 
whānau ana kei ko nei mātou o te kaunihira ki te āwhi nei te kaupapa nei. Me te aroha nui, te ngā kaunui anō o te kahika o pōneke ki te āwhi nā ki a rātou. Mōhio koe, kua mahitahi mātou, te kaunihira o pōneke ki te āwhi nā ki a rātou. Tētahi o wetahi o mātou pākehi mahi o te kaunihira o pōneke kei te āwhina anei te pukapuka e whakātuhia nei ko te mahana, te rautaki. Ko te mahana o te whare, koe rātei ngoa o te pukapuka i nā rātou tonui i kōrero, i hōmaihi ai rātou o rātou whakāro ki nā kai kaunihira o nā rohe pōti o pōneke, te kaunihira o pōneke ana and you can find it on the wellington.govt.nz website. Look for Te Mahana, Ending Homelessness Strategy. So who are you with, Kiri? Pororo Savaishinami. Yeah, and I can see that you've got your... Um... Yeah, we've got five members here. And you're... I mean, you guys are pretty sus. You've got your sleeping bags, yep, boxes to put our feet in. But there's one lady that's going to put her head in first, so... Like yeah. a... So her leg's going to be out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you ever done this before? No. And what makes you want to do this tonight? I'm just a supporter, and you know it's a good, good, good cause. And you know I'm scared of the dark, so it's going to be an experience for me that I'll probably never do again. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, Kerry. Hey. Cool. <laughs> it should be all done and dusted by eight o'clock in the morning tomorrow. So it's 14 hours being homeless. We're supposed to start at six, and so we're just settling in and. Could be an interesting night. So the initial flurry of activities settled down. Uh, it's daylight savings, so it's 25 to 7, and the weather is still pretty fine. The skies are blue, sun's still shining through. Um, oh, people have started to graph up their boxes. So there's one here that says Laura's Palace, Zelda's Crib. <laughs> So how many people would be here? Mm, about 50. Okay, so I am now heading towards what looks like the Kai, the Kai situation. And look, there's two brownies over here by the food. <laughs> of course. Okay, so tell me what's happening here, Jade and... Mitty. And Mitty. Yep. Um, so these guys are cooking us up a feed. Uh, I think it's mince and soup. Mince and rice. We're just helping Dave here. He's he's an um, emergency guy here, so we're just helping out. And yeah, this is the team from Poriro. So yeah. You fellas got your beds packed up. Yeah, we've up got the front our beds there. right at the um, right yeah. At the Tell your brownies, they so. get the beds ready, <laughs> then come over by the <laughs> kai. Yes, food, man, food. Yeah. Gotta come by the food. Yeah, they sit around like all those other fellas wondering what's happening. No, no, no. We've <laughs> uh, done our talk, we've walked around, answered why we're here, yep. seen why other, people's mm. other people are here. and It's going to be a good night. Yeah, it's going to be a good night. I good think um, we're already enjoying it, so yeah, bring it on. Homeless. And as it is, it did turn out to be a good night. By the time I arrived the next morning around 7, the car park was bustling with activity. Most of the cardboard constructions had been packed away, breakfast eaten, and many people were standing around talking. The event was scheduled to be finished by 8, giving it the 14 hours. Across the road from the car park were a group of men, 
jovial in spirit, so a bit of a possum in the headlights look about them. I strolled over for Kōrero. Okay, so um, this man I'm standing in front of has got a sign that's he's written on top of some cardboard. And what does it say? My car has been reinstated, which is my house, as I am homeless and been waiting for our house for too long. So any spare change to get my car legal and my dog back living with me and registered. Any donations, money and food, thank you and God bless. So what does green stickered mean? It's not registered or warranted. Now is this something that happens in Wellington? Yes. You can have your car somewhere and... If they so, see you driving around in it, if they see you driving around in it, they, and it's got no regional warrant, they can green sticker it because they say that it's uh, not um, safe to be on the road around uh, around the public. But was it parked out, out just on a street? No, they or followed me home while I was dropping off a person after work, and they waited till I pulled into his driveway before putting the lights on. So the police. And what are the police like for you to deal with? <laughs> what about on a daily basis? What are they like for you to deal with? Just the same, same as anyone else. You know, I've told them before what my situation is and you know they've been given a bit of leeway but this time they didn't want to give me any leeway. So you said your car is your house, so yep. when your house got taken away, where are you living now? On the streets, homeless. It's made, it's made the situation even worse. And how long has that been for? Ages. Ages, like? I've been living in my car over a year and now I've been uh, on the streets again for another two weeks after losing my car. Are you from here? Oh, I used to live here. No, are you from Wellington originally? Whereabouts are your people um, from? Uh, Bay of Islands. Oh, yeah. Did you want to go home? No, nah. because my journey ain't finished. Journey of life? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Wayne. Kia ora, Wayne. So, Wayne, what time does your day start? It never finishes. Doesn't matter what time it starts, every day comes, uh, you know, every day's the same. So it doesn't, it doesn't start and it doesn't finish. It's like everyone else that's homeless. Do you get bored? All the time. You know, we've got nowhere else to go for, um, you know, to try and, um, try and get somewhere safe to sleep. You know, it's one, one ear open and one ear closed. It's like uh, having one eye open and one eye closed. Yeah, I was thinking about that last night. You never really go to sleep, eh? Hey? Because you've got to keep totally alert yeah. about what's going on around you. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So I actually sleep with my eyes open so people think I'm awake. <laughs> Cheers. And what about you fellas? Yes, I'm homeless as well. We live at the night shelter. The Guarapu us lives at the night shelter. What's the night shelter routine? They open the door at half past five in the afternoon and lock up at nine o'clock. If you get caught drinking or smoking in your room, then you're out for three nights. So you actually get a room? Yes. To yourself? To yourself. We got access to toilet, washing machine and food. And what do you do in between the time that you're not in the night shelter? Then we're out here with our signs or our busking or do whatever we have to do just to survive. So whereabouts are you from? I'm from the Bay of Islands as well. Yeah. Have you got whanau? No. No, I haven't. Not down in Wellington, I don't. What about up there? Just my old man and my son living in Whangarei and 
my other son, he will be living in New Plymouth. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of closer to Wellington, eh? Yes. Yeah, might be able to get up there and see him. Oh, no, I'm not in a rush to go back there. What do people like when they see you on the streets? Well, they, they think I'm a homeless guy because I try not to dress up like I'm homeless. I try to dress up nicely and then don't put myself out there to be a homeless guy. So what's your name? Māori. Māori? Māori. So Māori, do people judge you by what you wear and then they make an assessment whether you're homeless or not? It's not what I wear. I just dress like ordinary people, just be clean in that. And whoever hangs around with me, they've got to do the same as well. Just to clean and respectful for the public as well. Then we don't put ourselves out there that we are homeless in that. So your sign says... Any loose change for food and shelter? Kia ora. My name's Harry Matihaere. I'm from South Auckland, Māngari. I've been here since January. I've been holding a sign since January. Seven days a week I hold my sign outside Metro New World. For my food and shelter, I get judged by the people and by my own people every day. My own people look down at me. I lived, before I came into the city, I was staying in Kilburnie staying underneath the uh, airport bridge where the walkway, living there. The only support I had there in, in Kilburnie community were the parkers. My own people wouldn't even help me or even give me a koha. Only ones that were giving me a koha were Arabs, um, elderly people and the shopkeepers of uh, Kilburnie shops. I'm one of the ones here out of all the boys that, that do hold the sign to feed me and they feed me every day and I take kai to where I stay. I live in um, work and income have told me I had one day to go and look for a whare. I had to go and look for a whare at a place called Capital Apartment, St George. I pay 250 on my benefit for a single man myself. All I get is $20 after my benefit. Been living like this, that's why I hold a sign every day, seven days a week, to feed myself. And last night I got a letter from work and income. They said they're taking 50% of my benefit. Why? Because they said I didn't meet the work criteria. I'm, a, I'm on a sickness benefit. I have toxic poisoning and asthma. And I'm waiting for a housing court home. When I applied for a housing court, I. Um, they did me um, my assessment because I just came out of hospital. I had a attack, heart attack, and that was because I was living on the streets. Um, my age is 44 years of age. I've been on the streets for 15 years. At, all the time, I walk in bare feet. It's because I can't afford shoes. I can't afford the clothes that I wear. Um, I can't afford that place because I don't want it. I ring MSD every day. It kills me live in that house because I, it, all my benefit goes to that place. Um, do you end up keeping in touch with your whānau? And how do you do that? Um, at the moment, my whānau all split because our grand, I was brought up by my grandparents. Um, um, and when I was brought up by my grandparents, when she, my grandmother died, um, we all split up, my, my family all in the Black Power Gang. I'm the only one that's not a gang member affiliated. Uh, my grandparents brought me up as a Māori and speak the language fluently. But the only reason why I'm still here is because me and my brother was the street pe people from Auckland City. And when my brother got murdered in Otahu in 2003, 
um, I came to Wellington to run away. Um, and that's why I'm still on the street today. Every day I ring MSD and tell them I'm over this, I can't afford this, I'm having enough of paying this and I'm sick of starving every day. What happens when you get sick? Um, when I get sick, I can't afford an asthma pump. Um, I can't afford antibiotics. So I go to Tiaro Health Centre and um, they give me a little bit what I can. Um, and I beg out there every day. On Courtney, I'm outside Fitz every day, seven days a week. My main area is Metro New World. It's where I sit there from six o'clock in the morning to six o'clock at night, just to make money. Do you go to the soup kitchen? Um, I don't go to the soup kitchen because the people give me enough food to last. So I take my good food that I have and I take it where I stay to keep me going. Um, and if I see my brothers and sisters and homeless people on the street, I hand them my food that's been given to me and share it with them. Um, I've been doing this um, for a while now and I'm trying to find me a job. But um, people look down when they see me and they judge me and they say to me, why are you doing this? Aren't you on a benefit? I say to them, I'm on a benefit, but I only get $20. How can you live on $20 when you get paid on a Thursday? And variants of these stories were heard over and over again. For Suzanne Tamaki and Billy Tate, just how much of an insight into homelessness was gained through the 14-hour experience? It's interesting too, like I was looking, I've got a friend of mine, he's homeless and he went up to Gisborne and he came back with his brother and his brother's wife and now all of them are on the streets. So they, they know coming down that they, they don't have anywhere to live but they think that they're still going to do it anyway. It's not as if they come down expecting to get a house too. They go, oh, we're just going to live on the streets, you know, and he was telling me that they can make up to $300 a day begging on the streets. I'm not saying that that's the right thing. I'm not saying that's how it should be. And that wouldn't be every day. No, and it isn't. But it's sort of like something that he was kind of proud of. It's like, I can make $200 a day. And so, oh, that doesn't mean you should still stay on the streets just because you can do that. I think the outcome for me, for them, with this, uh, that it's, 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 it's good that this is a beginning, um, having this noho. Um it can, it's, for me, I think it's going to get bigger and bigger, the totoko for them. Um, the other key thing for me is that it be interesting to see how many other mayors throughout the, the motu um, have come to support the kaupapa by... That's, that's a valid point, actually, out. that our mayor in Wellington is actually totally engaged and did stay the night. One of the feedback that came this morning that there was nobody here from city housing for city council, they didn't... Um, sleepover, they didn't come last night to talk with the homeless people they weren't here this morning to talk to them so when you're talking about advocacy and government roles, it's not just government it's council too and it's us as people that we need to care about it and make a difference and turn up and actually engage with the community It was also for me personally to have a, a closer whakawhanaungatanga relationship with our with our own internal business units with some of the kaimahi here you only see them and you only talk to them at that level but to come here and you're actually talking to them as a family as a whanau that you know you're going to have people who are going to be just having a chat about not so much work all the time at work but coming to you to talk about life in general
You wouldn't even know that we'd been here. That's the whole thing, though, eh? Like, homelessness is they're so invisible mm. that you don't know that they've been there. Yeah, it's that sort of transient lifestyle and, and like, just... I don't know if you could hear it before, but the cardboard just dragging along the ground, and it's like you drag it in, set yourself up, and drag it out, and you're gone, and you you were never there, like an invisible footprint. I think this this what they've done for for last night and today is that they're quite right when they got up last night to say that uh, people look down at us, maybe uh, to call it but. Um, I think it. I think what what people like what we need to do. A lot of us need to do is to come in here and 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 you know live the lives that they're living. To be with them, just to have a a full understanding and acknowledgement of their lifestyle. So, what are you two going to do now that you have this awareness? Uh, I've got a couple of ideas. I actually was donated a coat by Helen Forrest which I'm going to auction off on Trade Me to try and raise some money and give it back to um, give a little Salvation Army and I'm also um, I wanted to do something today and have a free cycle pile and I'd ask people for donations and I had t-shirts and shoes and socks but because we weren't really engaging with homeless people that much today I thought what I'll do is next week I'll just start going down Cuba Street and set up a free cycle pile for um, people to help themselves um, For me um, no more am I going to give my um, my um, sheets and quilts and things like that um, back to my family. I mean, they say that, that, you know, your whānau first. Hey, but they've got enough. They, you know, they, they, some of our whānaus do have enough. But I think what I'll be doing from now on is to support these lōpūs here 
by giving it to them to support these people who are going to them.